0: and welcome to this special edition of the Random Wrestling Review. We've got another little topic that one of our hosts has brought to the table. So if this is bad, blame it on them. Um, and that man is Matt Roberts, the polar bear. Uh, we've also got Stephen Coriander today. And Stephen, and I very nearly, in our original recording of this, well, I say recording, I hadn't pressed record, almost said your real name, but didn't. And now I didn't need to mention it because you didn't even record it. But never yeah. mind, come on. My out. real name
1: is out there on my OnlyFans, but you have to DM me for details.
0: no unsolicited dick pics or maybe maybe that's what you want I don't know bring them on (laughs) I think we have discussed this on the podcast some time ago but honestly just to take things in a very strange direction I don't I don't know I can't think of anything stranger than sending someone an unsolicited dick pic I I I just I don't understand what it what's in it for anybody like a legit I'm like why would you why would you want to do it I don't get it
1: don't check your phone right now Ben is all I can say (laughs) yeah is essentially assault isn't it so it's a sorry it started off light but now it's gone very dark isn't it so yeah but even
0: but even, like, put, put it this way like even if it wasn't assault even if the person who was receiving it didn't wouldn't mind mm. why would you do it what, what 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 is in it for you i just don't get what's in it for like it's literally like my i cannot get my head around why anyone would want to do it <laughs>
1: I suppose it depends if you're packing a monster or not, doesn't it? If you're if you're a, a pale chipolata. I watched the football in this is we're going off topic here. Uh, I watched the football in the Clapham Grand. So whenever two weeks ago when this comes out. And it was so cold in the toilets. It felt. It looked like I'd gone through reverse puberty standing there in the um, in the urinals uh, because it was just the smallest I think it's ever been. I mean, it's not amazing anyway, any time of day. <laughs> year, but it was like it wasn't there to the point of I didn't want any, to stand too close to anyone else. I was, I was quite embarrassed by it. I don't know if they were suffering as well, but yeah, another indignation on the night England got knocked out of the World Cup.
0: Is there a certain point in your life where it really doesn't matter anymore? Like I'm I'm married and I've got a baby. Like I it, like it's never going to make a difference ever again, is it now really? what's oh, really. so so I can no, I can no, just no. be honest and tell everyone it's tiny and there's no problem isn't there really because
1: well, I'm married as well and I'm not using it so that's the that's the thing <laughs> so yeah well,
2: I'm single so I'm I'm staying silent yeah <laughs> well that says it that says it all though doesn't it Matt
0: really I mean if if you'd, have, if you'd have talked about it for a long time, we, we'd all been pretty aware that, you know, you were packing some real heat down there. But as it is, clearly, Lord Alfred Hayes is, uh, you know, miles and
2: miles ahead of you. Yeah, I'm the one who's sending unsolicited dick pics. Oh, god. I'm, I'm going to have to edit that out. That's that's a criminal offence. I'm
0: going to have to edit that out, now. Oh, boy. For the purpose of the listeners, I believe Matt was just joking when he said that. That was then. a joke. <laughs> So let's get on to why we put this special episode in, shall we? Matt, you wanted to talk about William Regal. Now, I
2: think you went to see him, didn't you, recently at (laughs) Comic-Con? I did happen to, well I went to Comic-Con and he happened to be there, yeah So that, right. that was part of the reason I thought it'd be worth discussing, yeah So
0: what do you what do you want to talk about? Because obviously he's been in the news a little bit recently it, it appears, I don't know if it's been officially confirmed But it appears that he's leaving AEW, going back to WWE Which makes some sense, him and Triple H are big mates And they've been big mates for a long time since they were in WSW together I believe Regal was a bit of a mentor to uh, Paul Levesque back in those days He's been in the news a bit So yeah, what, what did you want to specifically talk about? with regards to William Regal?
2: Do you know it's some of the stuff that, that I've read about him has been fascinating. And I, I know there's a lot of I think with a lot of wrestling fans there tends to be a lot of sort of recency bias where particularly if somebody's on TV or, you know, in the news and that quite a lot, they'll they'll tend to hold a lot more sort of reverence for them than I think than they normally would. Now it's not to say that William Regal is bad and he's not you know he's not good at what he does. I, I do feel that he is. But some of the stuff that I I wish I had some of the quotes written down but some of the stuff that I've seen written about him specifically just seems incredible. Incredibly overblown. Like, I've seen people refer to him as as one of the best ever, you know, I mean, and and not just, you know, British wrestling, best ever. And I was like, whoa, now, I mean, let's let's really stop and think, you know, before you come out with some outlandish shit like that. No disrespect to William Regal, but off the top of my head, I can't think of a single William Regal match, which I thought, wow, that was fantastic. Now, don't get me wrong, but perhaps there are others who can. But I, I wanted to try and just and run that by you guys as well i mean for the both of you is there any particular william regal match that you can think of that 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 springs to mind as something
1: incredible um not for me some someone tweeted about this benno who does some stuff with post wrestling tweets about this probably six or six or nine months ago and he sort of put out there i don't think william regal's ever had a good match in his his whole career like at me basically i guess it was probably slightly tongue-in-cheek but i think he sort of believed it my thoughts on regal are that he he was okay, like a kind of a, a mid-card, up and mid-card heel, I suppose, with sometimes a ring style that didn't work with people. But he was fine. But the conversations about him being... Even the best British wrestler ever, you're actually joking. Like, that's an absolute joke. I thought the AEW run was okay, but I thought some of his stuff was very cheesy, very cheesy. Like, the whole Blackpool Combat Club, uh, what we call it, the Blackpool Camembert Club, because John Moxie walking around pretending to be 1998 yeah, Steve Austin and talking about killing people. It's like, you, you that never happens, John. So if you keep saying, you know, I'm going to end his career, I'm going to do this, and it doesn't happen every single week, like, you need to think about what you're cutting in promos. And not that I'm advocating a death on AEW Dynamite. Um, but yeah, I just, Regal... I, I, do you know what Matt? I just don't really care, and that probably doesn't make for great podcasting. But it's just like, no, that's, who that's cares? Wild. I just don't care. Just go back to WWE, whatever. I liked him at the time; he was funny. I la- laughed at the Jericho skips and that sort of stuff. But it's like he's not going to be in it. for me. He's not anywhere in. I could think of fifty. Easily better than him, probably a hundred.
0: We should we should also apologise. Stephen is in a foul mood today. He told us at the beginning <laughs> of the the pod before he we went on air that he had a cunt of a day. um He actually spelled it out in fairness to him, but I thought. I it was did, yeah. Words. So that might be also affecting his ability to to properly articulate his feelings to the <laughs> um It's quite interesting because when you brought this up, Matt, on the on the WhatsApp chat, I was kind of I didn't have to think about it because uh, I. Think honestly that the Blackpool Comedy Club, as I've been calling them, not the Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club, and I, and I actually call them by mistake, and then decided it's actually a good name for them. The Blackpool Comedy Club is what is the worst thing that's happened in pro wrestling in 2022. I think it's been absolutely dog shit, like absolutely terrible for the business, for AEW's business in particular. I think that it's diminished Brian Danielson. We talked at length about that on our All Out episode, but I also think like it, it was born out of nothing. Like the thing I most hate in wrestling right now, and it's the thing that. Seems to happen quite a lot, and actually this relates to another Twitter feed that was going on a few weeks back. Is this sense of two people fighting each other to test one another and to allow each other to hit each other to see how tough they are? And I'm just like, that is that's got to go. It's absolutely fucking atrocious. It's terrible, terrible wrestling. My least favorite match of last year was Daniel was Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki for that very reason. I thought it was an absolute turd of a match. <laughs> Between two people who were just basically masturbating in the middle of the ring, it's <laughs> like so if you really want, if you really want to like show your respect for Minoru Suzuki, Brian Danielson, a person. By the way, Brian Danielson, a person I genuinely. F- at one point thought was my favourite wrestler of all time right? If you genuinely want to show your respect to a wrestler, do it backstage, in the back, go up to him, shake his hand and say thanks for the match, that was honestly has been a dream of mine since I was 20 years old love it, no problem at all, don't fucking do it in the middle of the ring in front of an audience it fucking does my head in, it's stupid as shit and I never want to see it ever again, and that's the whole premise of the Blackpool Comedy Club that's the entire thing that they were doing was oh we're going to test this person, we're going to test that person it was, cheesy is right, it was absolutely ridiculous, it was terrible. The premise was awful, and it kind of went to a central point of what I think people really value William Riga for. It's supposedly his knowledge for the business and i just thought if this guy's got such a great mind for the business and if brian danielson has and if john moxley has none of them would have anything to do with this stupid fucking angle they would have just said no bollocks we're not doing that or they would just changed the premise of it entirely the fact that all three of them are involved has in my mind not only diminished their kind of aura but also just diminished them in my eyes as people who understand the business at all and i was just like i was dumbfounded by the fact that they were all willing to sign up and do it because i think i just think it was utter utter Shite. In terms of William Regal as a performer, I mean, look, he's he's a decent. He was a decent wrestler. You know, he's a decent mid, as you said, decent mid card heel act. There have been many, I think, very good William Regal matches, particularly when he was in WCW, when they when he was given the kind of space to, to craft the kind of matches that he that he wanted to craft with a number of different opponents over the television title mainly um, on sort of early on in their, their shows, but no classics by any stretch of the imagination. And certainly what when he got to WWE, his style was very often awkward. It didn't really mm. mesh with the WWE style. I remember there was a match. I think it may be WrestleMania 18 or something. Regal and Rob Van Damme, Two people with really awkward styles and different styles to what the majority of WWE wrestlers could, could cope with, but also massively different styles to each other. And it just did it just did not work at all. And so I think he gets quite a lot of praise because he's kind of the the last remaining survivor of the old school British style that's still capable of influencing today's wrestlers and today's wrestling. There are very few wrestlers who were trained in the old style and still have really even part of the business but still have, you know, an influence at the highest levels of pro wrestling and Regal just happens to have that and I think rather than him being one of the best of all time, it's more that he's just the last one left that does that specific style. And that's why he's seen as such a great wrestler.
1: I quite yeah. enjoy Danielson and or, or Suki, Ben. I'm sorry. I'm just, I feel like I should apologize. I terrible, I mate. But I don't <laughs> mind the Japan. That's a very Japan trope, isn't it? I'm like standing there punching each other. If it, it, I get, I get that as a I do understand that as being a red line, but it's just not one that, you know, I worry about too much, but I do understand yeah. from a winning I mean, perspective. It does doesn't make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, and, and to be honest, it's it, it'd be different if they did it in Japan. Yeah, but like you're doing it for an American audience that yeah, like that's see a wrestling point. in a specific way, and that's that's been key. I mean, we talked about this last on the last WrestleMania episode, WrestleMania Five, Matt, when we were talking about Hogan and the fact that he used to wrestle in Japan, but in America he didn't because in WWE the, the the audience, as they've always been, have been about the punches and kicks, and so mm-hmm. Hogan knew that he had to he fought a specific style in WWE because that's what the fans want. That's what you do in wrestling. You don't, as I said, don't just masturbate in the ring. You try to actually pleasure the people that are watching rather than just pleasure yourself.
1: Yeah, that was a pay per view that I didn't particularly enjoy when I accidentally signed up for it on Sky, but there we go. <laughs> I love that. So you don't you don't just
2: wank in the ring, you wank everyone else off as well.
0: <laughs> That's what you do in when you're doing well. That's when you're having a good match. <laughs> but um, no, that, 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 that really annoyed me. But yeah, so that's, that's the way I feel about Regal. But it's interesting that he's going back to WWE.
1: It's happened. I think It's happening, isn't it? I think yeah. he signed a contract. He can't appear on TV until 2024, but
0: yeah. But why would you... I mean, here's the other thing. What value does William Regal bring as an on-screen performer in 2022, 23, or 24? You know, for me, not a lot. I mean... I think he's relatively funny occasionally on commentary whilst he was doing his AEW stuff. But again, quite niche comedy, like his comedy is very 1970s slapstick British stuff, which it has an audience, but. Probably not the core of AEW's audience, and also like his promos aren't that good. No. Like, they're, they're not that good. They're just he's not that great a talker. I remember hearing about him when he was working for NXT and him being one of the like the promo trainers, and I was like, why, why, why is he doing that? Like he he's quite good and quite funny in little skits. He's not a promo guy.
1: I think with the AEW thing, I read that he'd—I don't know how much how true this is because it's various sources and stuff—but I read that he was kind of sick of the juvenile way that the company was run. I think if you're if you're working for AEW, especially Regal, like what is Regal mid fifties, mid to late fifties now, if you if you've got a chance to go back to WWE, you've got your next twenty years or however long you want to work on a Triple H. In a company that is licensed to print money the only thing that could possibly change with wwe is that a a media company who has television channels or streaming or both may buy them that's the only thing that's possible possibility of changing in the, in the in the near future but they're locked in with peacock they're locked in with fox and with usa network they are they're gonna and they're gonna get even better the run to wrestlemania is gonna be really good stuff they're gonna have the rock they're probably gonna have steve austin as well WWE is the place to be in American wrestling if you want to earn as much money as possible and have probably a pretty nice life now that Vince McMahon is gone. So why would you be dealing with Tony Khan, 23 hours a day awake and all of that, all the problems that comes with that, and all of the problems backstage in that company? Warner Brothers are in absolute Warner Brothers Discovery in an absolute disarray at the moment. Um, Ring of Honor, crikey, they couldn't get it, couldn't get in any on anywhere at, t- at midnight for their hour television program, so they're making people sign up to Honor Club. If anyone in the world signs up for that service. You need your fucking head read because that's the worst thing I could ever possibly imagine. Ring of Honour television. It's not even it's AEW Ring of Honor Television. It's like someone paying ten pounds enough ten pound a month for WWE ECW Just no. Um so yeah, it's just I don't know. Fair play to him, I hope he's earning a lot of money, getting away from Tony Khan, the young bucks and idiots in that company. Good luck to him.
0: It still it still hurts, doesn't it? The CM Punk stuff, Stephen I Tell.
1: <laughs> I just think it, do, it does it because I think CM Punk is a bit of a dick, but I think we all think that, don't we? Yeah. I think everyone recognises that, but also like Hangman Page, he did do that. He did say that stuff in the first place. And the Bucks, you know, we we know perhaps we won't ever really know what happened in that room, but you can imagine what sort of guys they are. Like the smarmy, kind of like sarcastic juvenile pricks and, and i and this is coming from someone that actually quite likes young bucks matches and have always been a fan of theirs but i recognize what they are so
0: are, are they we'll, that or are they just really good at working you into thinking that's what they are
1: <laughs> i think they're probably both yeah, i think <laughs> I, I think they're i think they're they're so i'm sure this all really affected them badly as well but i think they've got such a reading their book i think they've got such a, a lofty opinion of themselves and i think actually quite a lot of it is valid that they they just like you know our way is the right way we did all this stuff you you can't underestimate what they did in terms of merchandise when they were you know they weren't ever re- those two weren't ever really that high in New Japan themselves in Japan but they seemed to manage to create this whole incredible thing with all the deals and um, that the Bullet Club T-shirts got and they just became mega stars without outside of WWE and it's like it was pretty unprecedented really that whole thing but now unfortunately because I want AEW to succeed I want all wrestling to succeed I think that they're in a big really bad spot and MJF. I know I don't want to go on MJF, onto an MJF podcast. He's not your man. He's not the answer. Two weeks down, under 900,000. People don't care about this guy uh, as a heel. Uh, uh,
2: uh, 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 I'm going to cut you off right there, mate, because I've seen your tweets. I, trust me, I've seen them all. I've baited my tongue for now, but good God, you are so wrong, sir.
1: We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. If I'm wrong, I'll put my hands up. But at the moment... Their, their ratings are. De- they did their lowest ever 18 towards 18 to 30. Whatever the key demographic is, last week they did their lowest ever ever key demographic rating since the start of Dynamite. That includes all those pandemic shows. That includes the eight weeks of television they did in that gym in wherever it was. It's not good news, and he's a champion. Now there's an argument to be made that he should have been turned babyface, but I don't think it's going to work. And I think the problem is. I don't think people are ultimately interested in MJF's wrestling matches and that is going to be a problem for him because whoever you pair him up against unless you get, unless you get Omega in there and get the belt on him but I don't think they're going to do that and I also think MJ, MJF is Tony Khan's Vince and Shawn Michaels it's not the right person and not the right time and it will you know what, I'll put my hands up if you want me to do a forfeit live on air if they do 2 million <laughs> pay-per-view buys in February for every event I'll do it but I, I've been around I'm not usually wrong on this stuff we've been around long enough you know 30 35 years of watching wrestling and i just i just don't see it i don't see it so what forfeit Uh, make me do matt if if i'm wrong about all this
2: you have to come up with something
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll give you my perspective on mjf indirectly shall i booker t recently spoke about he i hate people do this he was he was like i think it's possible that AEW might go out of business in three years' time or within three years or something. I was like, that's not a prediction. That's just Mm. hedging your bets. Anyone could do that. The UK, in the next 10 years, might go to war with someone. Well, there you go. Tough prediction to make, but I did it. And then Booker T's like all over, like everyone's giving him the headlines. While I so I hate that. I will go further than Booker T. I think AEW will go out of business in in the next three years. And the reason is they don't have an identity. They don't have a brand. I don't know what AEW is. I don't know what it's about. I don't know what they're trying to do. And MJF plays into this. MJF is a champion that is not does not fit the AEW brand, or at least the brand I initially thought they had, which was the wrestling north american wrestling promotion now i don't have a problem with MJF being world champion in a mainstream wrestling promotion just not this one i just don't think he is a champion that fits this promotion and i don't know what this promotion is doing i don't know what it is i don't know what it's trying to do i don't know what they are trying to achieve it seems like to me like they're trying to be all things to everybody and what that ends up meaning is you are nothing to nobody. Because yeah. you, because nobody everyone then will find lots of your show that they don't like. They're like, this isn't for me, this isn't for me, this isn't for me. They'll be like you, Matt, when they're watching an early WrestleMania show. There's all the comedy stuff and they're when they're young, <laughs> all the stuff for the kids, and they'll be like, this isn't for me. If you, and if you're there to watch MJF and his great promos and his character work, you're going to be like, you might be like, well, I don't really care about Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks in a six-man tag match against oh. the Death Triangle. You know, regardless yeah. of whether or not that's good or bad, the point is, is that if that's the stuff you like you're not going to like MJF and vice versa. So that's the biggest pro- problem I think AEW've got. They just don't have a brand. You know, we talked about Progress Wrestling a few years a few weeks back. Mm. The best thing Progress ever had was its branding. Its branding was absolutely sensational in the first 3 or 4 years of its of its existence and it made it stand out and it became really really popular as a consequence of that branding. That it wasn't really better than most other wrestling promotions in this country at the time in terms of in ring product or, or even really the storyline product. It just had amazing, sensational branding. Mm. And AEW doesn't have that. AEW does not have a brand anymore. And MJF is pushing them further away from whatever brand – I used to think that they did have
1: MJF is pushing them away from, and this is what I want. I'm not saying this is what they should be, but MJF is pushing them away from 2015 to 20 start of 2020 new Japan. And that is what a lot of people, that's what a lot of people found these guys. Uh, and that is what, that is what I want, but I want that with American style promos and, and, that's what I want and I want it to be a, a pure in-ring product without brass knuckle finishes and silly interference and blah, blah, blah. That's what I want. But you but I think you've nailed it. It's neither it's not that. It's not WWE with the production, and all that stuff, somewhere in the middle, and it's not working. And their live attendance is is in is really in the toilet. And you only have to look on look on dynamite and see all the building blacked out. Some, it's not working. It's not connecting. Uh, and they're in trouble. And, and they're on a network that's in big trouble. And it's the network that will drive them when these television stations are it, That's what killed WCW in the end. If they'd stayed on TNT, the Eric Bischoff purchase would have gone through. and They may still be in business now. What will kill them is the, is the TV network. If they, if they get a low ball offer from Warner Brothers, they can't make it work. It may end up being like Impact. So so it could stay around for a long time on a you know on a lesser station but with all the stars gone cuz I can't afford to to run it like that anymore so so it may not die but it may not be ever what it what it had the potential to be
2: I don't know if I'm all if I'm as if if I'm as doom and gloom as, as that just yet to be honest um I'll, do you know for me MJF is must see television I, I'll agree with him if MJF comes on the screen I'm paying for it I'm watching it he's fascinated to me He's clearly trying to be that sort of old school heel, which which I think is really cool. I love watching him. Every paper who he's on, I'll go out with my way to watch. Dynamite clips. If I don't watch the show, I'll try and catch his segment. I love the guy he's, he's got me hooked
1: do you know what I think I, I'm going to highlight two words that you said there Matt True. three words actually three words let me True. engage my brain if I embarrass myself further trying to be and that's what he is he's, he's a GCSE drama student playing wrestling heel and that's what I think <laughs>
0: so I mean as I say I, I'm, not, I'm not as down on MJF as Stephen is at all actually I think he's a fine talent and I think he's a decent enough wrestler if he's in WWE I'd be like screaming saying absolute main eventer, no problem at all No problem at all for me Just not in AEW Or at least not in the AEW That I think the majority Of the fans originally Started watching AEW for Because when they first Showed up they were like Oh it's Kenny Omega And Cody Rhodes And these amazing wrestlers Some of the best wrestlers In the world you know Now it's MJF Who is a good wrestler But not Anywhere near one of the best in the world. And I think that's where the distinction will be made in some people's minds. I think it's been made in Steven's mind. And Stephen would be, in my view, one of their core targeted audience, certainly at the beginning when 100%. they start out. So if 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 Steven's feeling that way, there will be other people feeling that way. Now they may have been able to make up with that with some people coming in to start watching AEW. But I'd be surprised because if they what they're doing is offering WWE style stuff. Well, WWE do that better, so they're gonna Fish, they're gonna yeah. stay with WWE. Anyway, I think that's just about. We've gone in a big tangent because we were well, handled, to talking yeah. about William Regal, and then we ended up on MJF and AEW. But you heard it, heard it here first. So by the 12th of December 2025, AEW will be out of business. Um, we also heard that Stephen has has committed to some kind of forfeit if MJF turns out to be the silver bullet that AEW <laughs> needed right from the start. I don't know how we measure that, to be honest, or how we determine whether that's true or we'll false. We'll sort
2: something
1: forfeit. <laughs> or charity donation one of the two bring it on I'm happy open so cool. open to offers
0: cool all right excellent stuff well tweet we'll, we'll
1: tweet us ideas
0: <laughs> yes at rwr pod uk tweet us he's ideas got
1: we'll... he is one of his own shits live on air no thanks
0: <laughs> no i'm i'm, I'm not a that either to be personally watching, that's up there with dick pics and whatever else yeah um, right we will we will we'll call the halt to it there as i said we've gone on a bit of a tangent um but we'll be back in a in a few days time with our next wrestlemania episode thank you very much